Hi, this is Pastor Jordan. We are going to be continuing our Wednesday night lessons via podcast. Tonight's lesson is over Hebrews chapter 8 and chapter 9. The title of the lesson is I am His and He is Mine. Our first reading comes from Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1 through 13. Now, the the main point of what we are saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by a mere human being. Every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. And so it was necessary for this one also to have something to offer. If we were on earth, he would not be a priest. For there are already priests who offer the gifts prescribed by the law. They serve at a sanctuary that is a copy and shadow of what is in heaven. This is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is a mediator, is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. For if there had for if there had been nothing wrong with that first covenant, no place would have been sought for another. But God found fault with the people and said, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel. And with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors, when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, because they did not remain faithful to my covenant. And I turned away from them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete, and what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. And now skipping over to Hebrews chapter 9, beginning with verse 11. But when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands, that is to say, is not part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifers sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God? For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free 
from the sins committed under the first covenant. So we see Jesus established a new covenant between God and humans by dying on the cross. This agreement with God promises to clear our hearts of guilt and shame. The Old Testament sacrifices provided atonement or covering for sin. This made individuals ritually clean so that they could fellowship with God. However, these rituals couldn't erase the sin and the guilt and the shame it caused. Their consciences were not clear. The new covenant brought by Jesus allows us to have an intimate relationship with God. The covenant with Israel was based on obedience to the law. The rebellious attitude in all humans prevented the Israelites from keeping the covenant, so they could not experience intimacy with God. As we have read, the new covenant is one in which Jesus can change the rebellious attitude and write the law of love on our hearts as we experience the thrill of knowing that we are his and he is ours. You see, human beings were created for an intimate relationship with God. However, sin separated us from him. Even so, the Lord promised the Israelites that he would walk among them. He would be their God and they would be his people if they obeyed his commands. For 400 years, Israel thought that the temple fulfilled that promise. However, the destruction of Jerusalem in 587 B.C. brought that to an end. The prophets Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joel, and Zechariah stirred up Israel's hunger for this intimate relationship once again. Over and over, God promised to change his people from the inside out. For example, Ezekiel 11:19 says, I will give them an individual heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Then they will follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. They will be my people and I will be their God. The prophet Jeremiah says something similar in the passage quoted by the writer of Hebrews in the text that we just read. So we can begin to put together a picture that the people of Israel really had struggled for a long time with this old covenant, with the law. They struggled to keep it. They struggled to have it bring that intimacy that they desired deep within, that God desired deep within. Um, and as it evolved over the years, it became something far less than what it was ever intended to be. It was intended to help them see the way of God and and to put it into practice and to live it. Uh, but it became this, this yoke that they were tied to in which they had to keep all these little details and um, their righteousness was judged based on whether or not they were keeping these commands and these laws that were written in the Old, the old, the old Covenant. Um, and it, it did the exact opposite of bring about life. Paul talks about how this old commandment, the old covenant brought about death because it was a yoke that they could not bear. And so then we see Christ coming in and Christ is the mediator, the instigator of this new covenant, a covenant 
um, that brings about life from the inside out, not from the outside in, as Christ is pouring out himself into our lives and creating new life in us, uh, showing us the way of love and the way of peace uh, and the way of living in a relationship with God as our Savior. And he is removing the guilt and the shame, and he is removing the sin in our lives and offering forgiveness and grace to a people that were so hurting. And it's that same message that is offered to us today, um, a reminder that it isn't through our, our list of things that we have to do our idea of perfection, our idea of righteousness. It is through the blood of the Lamb, it is through our relationship with Christ that we have freedom and we have salvation and we have forgiveness of sins and we have that deep, intimate relationship with God in which we can say we are His and He is ours and know that in our hearts and allow that to transform our lives in ways that make us look to the world as the image bearers of Christ. Um, and it's just a good good reminder for us because sometimes we like to we like to get caught up in the old covenant in which we have to somehow earn our salvation by the things that we do. And we forget the promise of the new covenant, which is accepting, the salvation that Christ has so freely offered to us and allowing him to be the author of that new creation in us as he transforms our lives from the inside out. As we end, I want to read this prayer to you from John Wesley. And my hope is that this would also be your prayer. Let's pray together. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will, rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you, praised for you or humbled for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and cheerfully yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. Amen. I pray that you all have a great week and remember that you are his and he is yours and to allow him to transform you from the inside out. Go in his grace and peace.